Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word for you. Be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit with any bowels of mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like minded having the same love being of one accord and of one mind let nothing be done through strife and vain glory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem one better than themselves look not every man on his own but every man also on the things of others let his mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus hoping in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in the fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God hath also exalted him given him a name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and the things under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father Father we bless this reading of the word that ye may engraft it in us satisfy us with it complete us with it begin a new work in us with it make afresh the calling that you put in our spirits and revive in us the fear and the trembling that we need we pray for grace and anointing we pray for ability in the name of Jesus Amen. He opens this verse in a very specific way, Paul does. He says, If there be any consolation, if there be any consolation, now most of us, because maybe we have not walked that walk with God for long enough we don't understand the statement of consolation that if there be any consolation it is almost like God is saying after you have lost everything console yourself with this matter if 
you are in despair for your walk with God, this is what will console you. Let this be your consolation. Console yourself with this matter. I can imagine when two girls have fought in the, the, in the playground and the other one beat the other one to a pulp and this one is standing up the one who's beaten up and says oh it's the same it does not matter she does not have lunch money anyway yes. she's consoling her loss so the bible says now let this be your consolation and it's, 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 it's quite interesting that most of us as Christians we do not walk with the consolation of Christ and we lose all these things but we do not walk with this consolation and that's why it's difficult for you to sacrifice because you do not have something to console your loss with you lost, you lost friends you have lost relationships you have lost commodities some of us have lost even opportunities but what is this consolation you do not have you have no consolation for the losses Paul says but let this be your consolation let this be your comfort in the love of God when everything is gone. When relationships are gone. When closeness and niceties are gone. Let you console yourself with this. Let this be where your heart just, just says, at least I have. He says, the only way you can console yourself is to be like-minded with Christ. Oh yes. If you didn't read this verse properly, he said the only consolation you have is that I am like-minded with Christ. When I was looking at this verse, I realized why we always backslide. Because we're always thinking, oh, what did I gain from what I lost? But, but Paul is saying that be like-minded <laughs> It's very interesting. <coughs> when I read this verse, I thought, let this be your consolation. He would say, uh, uh, for the blessings of the Lord are in abundance, the pouring of grace upon you is abundant. But God says the consolation you have for everything that you are going through. Go to the next one. You are, I'm in verse 2 now. Fulfill this joy that you be like-minded. Think um, the same way. Think the same way. 
our consolation. Let's be left-handed. Having the same love for one to another. Let us be in one accord. This is our consolation. Hey, I wish you could hear this. Our consolation is that we are in one accord. We are not in strife, we are in one accord. Our consolation is that we are of one mind. Go to three. I want to show you something. Then listen to what he says. You are, you are still consoling yourself. And you say, let nothing be done out of strife. Open glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each one esteem others better than themselves. Now I have a problem with this verse and I'm going to explain it to you in a minute. Why is it that my consolation has nothing to do with me? Why is it that my consolation is almost like, oh, it's fellowshipping with others, it's having one mind with others, it's bringing you to, how can I console myself with others? Let this consolation, let this be your, let you console yourself with this matter. That you are like-minded, you are in one accord. Wow. Okay, I'm coming to. Let no nothing be done out of strife. How many Do not give because of strife. How the Niela to the worship team to the ushering department let them let there be no hang. Let nothing be a strife. Oh vain glory, I want to be seen. My consolation, I'm being consoled. After losing my friends, after losing opportunities, maybe some of us were a boy who promised us he was going to marry us. God is saying, Let this be your consolation. It feels like God is cruel. I'm coming to you. It says, While you are still consoling yourself, let each esteem others best, better than themselves. How am I consoling myself by putting other people first? I, I, I can imagine if I have offended or hurt my wife or she has hurt or offended me. <coughs> 
the idea is that to console me, she has to pay attention to me. But God is saying your consolation is to give attention to others more than yourself. Is to make sure you are in one accord with the brethren in fellowship. In the same love and in the same and make sure. This is how you must console yourself. After having walked the Christian world. If you are confused, I understand. I'm reading the scripture the way the scripture is saying it must be read. He says, but no, consolation. You see, when, 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 when we are angry, some will say, you are the most beautiful. Maybe when Martha is married, they will send them messages. And, and she will, you will find the interpreting with a smile. Because she's not even reading the verse. Oh, wow. And, and we are thinking she's reading NKJV, but she's only reading LV. LV. Then the Bible says, so, so that's what we'd expect to console someone. someone to receive, I don't get what I'm saying. Someone to receive messages of how special and how loved you are. So that, so no, it doesn't say, so, so that you can esteem them for their consolation. Yes, you are esteeming them to console them. But the Bible says, don't esteem them. You must, you know, to console yourself, go down. Be low. Oh, wow. Esteem others better than yourself. I'm about to show you something. The next one. Look not every man his own things. But every man also look on the things of others. I want to ask you. Who's the others you are looking unto? I went to Pastor Mukako's wedding. I went to Pastor Mukako's wedding. Bukako. Bukako. And I said to him, I said in that wedding, I said, whatever, even if you are married, if anything you call it mine, it's a place the devil will use to manifest your selfishness. My car, my wife, my children, my house, my church. This is the places that the devil can use to manifest his selfishness. I don't know why Nico is on my wife. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, I'm coming to you. I'm not, I know you must be confused by now. But look at your neighbor, it's going to come together. 
Look not every man on his own things. No, he doesn't say only. The verse, no, no, no. no Amen. That is the real verse. He doesn't say fella. Because fella means only. It means have dual vision. The Bible says not dual vision. It says the vision is one. It's not for you. The vision is for others. Yes. You know, when some women of God get married and hey, oh, the husbands will be pampered. Thinking that they are being unselfish, but they are becoming more selfish. Some of them, their children will, will wear very nice. Thinking I am an unselfish mother, but she has become totally self-absorbed. Oh, yes. Because at the end of the day, you can still say my. I should stop preaching now. Let no, let don't look at your own. Look at others. Let's go to verse five. I, I want to put it together for you. Let this. Oh, what? Sorry, this is, this is true. He says, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus." Okay. Now this is a problem statement. Christ, when he was praying. He says, Father, okay, before I even touch that, let me tell you this. This verse is saying, when Christ was going through and he lost something, he used to console himself by making sure that he is in unity with the church. Or I've lost it all, but I'm seeing the church come together. That's why when he went to his father, I pray that they be one. This was how Christ consoled himself through all the sufferings. When he lost something, he said, Oh, they are becoming one. Oh. Whenever Christ lost something, his consolation was they will be better. I'm looking more to them than I'm looking at my own. I'm looking at them, I'm not looking at me. My death will make them better. My sacrifice will make this is the mind of Christ. He consoled himself. Yeah, yes, that, that's what he consoled himself. He was he was in he was in Gethsemane praying. Say, Father, let this cup 
Be moved from me. But when he thought of you, he consoled himself and says, Let your will. Not what I want, but what you want. Let your will be done. It tells you that you are the consolation of Jesus. Oh, you were God consoled Himself to go to the cross because He was thinking about you. You you night to do later at night when he could not sleep thinking about the cross. He was comforting himself as a honorable and he was thinking about others more than he thought about himself. Oh yes. I'm coming to you. I'm a so even if you look at the prayers of Jesus and you read this verse. You will realize that in actual reality, the only consolation for the suffering it was others, not himself. It was thinking about oh, my children are lost. I can think about a mother who's getting into debt to get you through school. She knows there's no way in hell or heaven she's ever going to pay for those debts. But her consolation. You don't know what I'm talking about. But her consolation is your progress. I want to say this in putting it together. Why does God want us to console ourselves in this way? Because he knows that whenever we lose something, we start to fear to lose again. When we lose money, we fear to lose it again. When we lose relationships, we fear to lose them again. That's why that's why you'd find many girls what money. So what they do is that they never really enter into a relationship with their hearts. They enter with their eyes. Hey. That's why banana boys because Because boys have hurt them. The boys, the boys, boys, we are the boys. If if there be any consolation. That's why Christ is very significant. That's why Paul is very important about this matter. You need not to console yourself and look at what is it that you have lost. 
But console yourself with the unity you have with the body of Christ. Every sacrifice brings you closer to being united to the body of Christ. Every loss. It does not look like it's a big sacrifice, but we sacrifice our money, a lot of it. We sacrifice our time. We sacrifice everything that we are doing. The Lord says, but your consolation is that you are making this church stronger. You are making it more united. You are making it have the same mind. We are in this church today. And I'm about to say this, and, and I want you to get it right that if you are here and you are saying, Well, oh, I'm here to attend, what did you do to bring did you bring someone to church? Did you think about yourself? Or do you think about others first? What is your consolation? I remember when I was younger. I'm always gonna be young, even though I'm 70. I'm, I'm very young. So don't ask me my age. Just say I'm young years old. So when I was young, I say to the Lord, I, I want to, I want to serve you. But my consolation, my consolation, let it be that my work has staying fruit. I'm asking you today. Are you? Let me tell you, you can't console yourself with God blessing you. No, I should change the sermon. You can't console yourself that God will bless you. Yes. Because Paul says, we have chosen a life of poverty for your wealth. So what if God tells you, choose a life of poverty so that others can be rich? Console yourself that others are benefiting from your sacrifice. What are you benefiting? What, who's benefiting from your sacrifice? What are you sacrificing? I'm now something years old. God has not asked less sacrifice. I'm still asking God, 
What is my consolation for everything I'm losing? I console myself that I'm ready to lose even more. I remember I was with Apostle and I was sitting. He says, Oh, you want to do full time ministry? I said, No, no, no. But he went on. Then the Apostle says, You must let go of this Gucci lifestyle. I, I don't have a Gucci, but I, that's what he said. It takes greater sacrifice. It takes, look at your name, it takes greater sacrifice. If there be any consolation, look at your name, are you consoled by what you did for the Lord today? Is there an other that is here because of you? Throughout the week, I, I saw some people post the photos of people they've invited. Have you consoled yourself by inviting others? Are you still inviting others to come to church? If they, you know, I remember someone was working, I saw another man of God from this church when I was in Church Street and they were evangelizing. And I said, what is your consolation for that work? How many, how many others are you thinking about? Do you know that the more you lose, the more likely you are become, to become selfish? People who have lost a lot are more likely to say, I have lost too much for this church. They won't say for God because they know that is an illegal statement. Yes, they will give their cars and their houses. And when they have no consolation, they will say, I have lost too much. And thinking, saying that is a ticket to be selfish. Using that as a ticket to withhold your offerings. Consoling yourself to stealing from God. Consoling yourself for not sacrificing. The old boys will say, Bishop, we've done so much for the church. Please remember our sacrifice. Well, the altar has no fresh sacrifice. They use history to console their future. While today there is nothing burning. Maybe I should change the sermon to one day Humpty Dumpty will come back together again. Yes, they, 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 they have done so much for the Lord. Their consolation. They have used their sacrifices as a consolation 
for becoming selfish. When they come in and they see the building, they say, Oh, look at what I have done with my offerings. Don't I deserve a rest, Bishop? Don't, don't, don't I deserve a half time? I have built three buildings. I'm tired. I'm controlling my selfishness. Consoling selfishness. We don't let look, look, don't know what I have done. Some of us, we even use our parents' history to console ourselves for not even coming to God. That's Oh, don't you know it's not your parents that have heaven or hell? Uh, you are saying Hore, you you grew up in church. You, That's why I <coughs> use previous sacrifices to justify present behavior. I said, if you want to see people who are very selfish, there are two people who are very selfish. Poor people are very selfish. And people who have lost their love are very selfish. Yes. Some of us, when we say, oh, the conference is 100 rand. You will have a meeting in the corner. Sitting down. Saying, doesn't the bishop see our situation? Doesn't the bishop see where we live? The church is selfish. Yeah. Poor people always have an excuse to give. They use that poverty. Do not give. Oh, maybe let me leave you alone. Uh, oh, some of you thought I would say rich people are selfish. But poor people have a good excuse for not doing anything. Oh man, can you organize an rent to go to town? Let's go, let's go and go to an interview. I'm very, very poor. I can't. I don't have, I cannot, I cannot. They disarm themselves of potential because they have a consolation. Oh, and if you force them to give that day, or if they were forced to give, they will remember that giving for the rest of their lives. Or I did not have anything, but you forced me to give. Give me a cloth. I need a cloth quickly. Yeah, this this is it's very bad. Yes. Uh, maybe I should change it again now.
Yes, cause cause you have a thank you. <coughs> this what is your consolation? After you've sacrificed everything, what is your consolation? Because the mere fact that you have given something. Yes, some of you will say, Oh, Bishop, don't you remember two weeks ago I gave? Well, Even though the Lord is telling you now, give this much, you're like, No, no, no. Two months ago, I remember I gave a thousand. It's, a, it's an offering that the Lord will always. It's not the Lord remembering it always. It's you remembering it always. He said, The Lord will remember my thousand forever. No, it's you who are not forgetting about that thousand. The Lord will remember me walking up and down for 10 months last year. That, that year. There was a time I invited 10 people. The Lord will remember. Oh, wow. You know when you lead lazy people? Just get ready for... Even if you make them do something, get ready for a list of how much we did for you. What is your consolation? Christ says, this is your consolation. Others. The church. Unity. Every sacrifice. Others. Church. Unity. This is the prayer of Paul. That let there be oneness of mind. When we say we have a conference. And you are seeing, we are excited and we are looking for it. What is your offering to say, I am one with this thing? Or you are a tired giver. You have consoled yourself that I, I did it before. During Amplified, I did it. During Amplified, I gave. Maybe it is saying to his heart, Bishop, you must preach about something else. What is it that you have given to say, I am united with this vision? What is your consolation? Is your consolation selfish? Is your consolation, oh, I will. I'm doing, I'm evangelizing for myself. I'm, I'm, the Bible says, vain glory. I'm, I want to see myself become. You see, there are the issues of, 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 of titles. They represent, they, they are supposed to represent your heart about the work. You, are, you care more about others and. We give you a title so that you can function easier. 
Oh yes. Not so that you can have vain glory and wishful thinking without the right heart to become something. I said to some, I was saying to myself, we went to a certain church and they, they, they didn't know who I was. And I was actually sitting at the back. It's, it's, and it's okay for me. I don't really care much about front seats and everything. And, and I'm learning to not even care less. Nowadays, I feel, I feel like it's better sometimes at the back. Because when you're in the front, you're wondering if people are looking at you if you're doing anything. You can see now the guys at the front, they're in trouble. Imagine they look bored when we are busy singing They're in trouble. A time will come when they will miss the back seats. That time she, she was eating spinach. She forgot the green thing on the disease. And she only remembers it after church. She says, Oh, this thing was on my tooth all along. Then in her mind, she's thinking, Yo, the whole church so green. Yeah. So even when you're sitting here, like here, you are wondering who, who's looking at you funny. So you have to have a pastoral dancing style. Don't move too much. So that you don't show that you are papa. Oscar wants to ask if you are being too forward. And don't too much too little. So that you don't show that you are bored. So you must have the right tempo of chukuching. You must chukucha within the right ranges. Uh, in this church, I left that long ago. I said, you know, this is my church. If you wanna, no one can fire me here. Yeah. I will how I want When when will I chukucha? Because when I'm a guest, I'm, I have to be serious. Because other pastors, when they invite me to speak, they are thinking I need to scare their members first before I preach. Because <laughs> be, yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes when you are busy playing around and then you come, you want to speak the Holy Spirit, people will be like, But you are Chukuchi, how can the Holy Spirit Chukucha? So when you are a guest speaker, you must look like you are already in the Spirit. They'll be singing Hallelujah You are not your turn. Yeah, you are in you are there. You are not getting you are already there. My my point being that so when I went around they visited me, so me and Francis are of late and it's becoming much more. I'm not really uh, about it. Especially in another person's church. I, I, I prefer being at the back so that I can chukucha and chukucha and chukucha. By the time they wake up, 
They realize, oh, it's a pastor. Ah, pelele, pelele, it's finished. But when I was sitting there at the back, I realized, I, I realized something very interesting. That we have, we have, we are starting to work for titles and titles not to work for us. And we, we look, look, church is nice when you don't have any title. Yeah, because the moment you have a title, people expect something. I'm not saying don't have a title. Yeah, the Bible has titles. It has bishops, apostles, pastors. It's for a reason. And most you don't grow to, to not have a title. And what I'm trying to tell you is that even with your title, don't wear it in everything that you are doing. Don't console yourself with your title. Relax. I don't know what the other word. I, I want what Bishop Dex says. Are you hearing me here today? What is your consolation? My biggest issue is with is with the longer you are in you are walking either with the man of God or you are walking with Christ. And there's been so many demands put on you. Yes. Like if you have not, you don't know. That's why Apostle, I was listening to Apostle, says when you walk with a man of God, you must attempt as much as possible to walk close, as much as time does allow you to walk close to him. But after having walked some time with the man of God, there is a danger because you will sacrifice a lot. You will sacrifice a lot. And it will be almost like the, 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 the man of God is not saying, like, we don't even say, man of God, do you want to sacrifice your time? We don't even have the base voice. We just say, come, let's go. We just say, no, give us a 2,000, we are moving. Yeah, there's no worship song about it. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. We don't sing worship songs for offering a 1,000 go for it. There's no worship song, there's no praise, nobody sees you. Nobody saw you No, no, it's finished. It's in secret. It's done. No, we don't sing. Did we sing? We don't sing. After having walked some time with the men of God, the sacrifices become almost like it's automatic. Without even being asked for, they're like, oh. <laughs> then the brother, the brother says, Lord God, I've walked with the man of God for so long. 
feel like I have sacrificed enough now. I've sacrificed enough of my time. I think I need to now become selfish. Oh yes. Maybe let me leave it alone. Should I leave it alone? Yeah, because my sons know what I'm talking about. Some of you don't get it. But some, some sons will understand. Like, yeah, Baba. When Mambo eats something, yes. I was I was driving with my wife. We we're driving somewhere. And we're talking about something that we're supposed to do this September, August. And I said to myself, I asked myself in my heart, walking with the man of God is a journey of continuous demand and sacrifice. We're talking about something, that's what my mind, my mind went to that. It's a journey of continuous demand and sacrifice. And I was talking about Apostle Vincent. I was talking about Bishop Rose. I had a fight with another man of God and she wanted my wife to join some committee and I said, my wife cannot be joining committees. spiritual, No, 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 we can't be joining no, 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 no. Because, because outside of running this church, we have the demands of our men of God that we don't even know them. Some are already here, some are coming. Then how will she manage all of that? When Apostle says we had to take three days' leave from work. To go and attend something's apostle. It's a demand. When apostle was building a house, he does not even have to ask us, or are you going to do something? Oh. Then I said, my wife, I said, the man of God was angry at me. I know, even now probably he's not talking to me. And he says, no, your, your wife understands me better. Said, no, it's you who is not understanding us. My wife does not do committees outside of the church. Because there are so many demands from our leaders. Yes. She was demanding, she, she organized a big party for, 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 for Apostle Bishop Rose. When will we get time to do other things from somewhere else? My, my consolation. It's not to look back and say, look what I've done for them. And say, no, look what we are doing for them. And then one day when they demand, I then remind myself, hey, we've done so much, let's relax. My consolation is looking upon others better than I look at my own. 
I don't know if I'm talking to you. Maybe I should change the language. I, I should speak Swahili. Are you consoling your selfishness? Are you consoling your withdrawal from the things of God? Are you consoling your stepping back? Why does he use the word consolation? He uses it because he says after you have lost it. Our, I was sitting and I was laughing on Wednesday. And I, I was saying to myself, uh, some people who are watching the worship team stand up as I'm preaching, they are thinking, oh, it's easy. It's nice. It's not easy. It's not nice. And I know it. It's not like I don't know it's not nice. It's not easy. By the consolation. Yes. I remember after I finished preaching, was it last, was it last year? I don't know if my wife remembers. There was a time after I finished preaching, my heart started to palpitate to a point where I could feel it hitting my ribs. Mm. And I was, I was worried. And I remember we went, I think we went to hospital. Is it the time we went to hospital? I think it was one of those days. Like on the Monday, we didn't, I didn't even go to work. I went to hospital straight. Yes. And the moment we got out of hospital, the Monday I was back preaching. My consolation would have been, I would have been like some of us who says, no, you know, Bishop, after you've been hurt, and you it went through so many pains about the church. I lost a very close friend that I loved dearly because of the church. Not that he died, I had to cut him off. Very close, so close that people we don't look alike at all. But because people see us together every time, they say we look alike. No, he's east and west. Our skinny was big, but they said we look alike. Lost our health, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to show you something. I'm not saying today. Lord, you know my sacrifices from 2021 till today. We've done ministry at 6 a.m. in the morning in the buses, sometimes carrying coffees and teas, walking in the night, giving people posters. We don't even know what the use of those posters were, but we gave them. When people are getting into the taxes, we are getting to the taxes with them. Mm, there's, a, there's, a, there's another photo which I love very much. Me wearing a hat, going to evangelism. A very uh, big, big hat, and then I'm, I'm jumping, I'm on the air. I'm like Goku, like I'm flying. I like it. When we're going to evangelism, and I, I, I love, I wish that photo I could post it somewhere. And leave it there. I like that photo. And we, went we went to evangelism. We came when we were still that side of town. We came to this side of town. Went to the every morning. Wake up at about five. We're gonna do it again. I love that. Come in the church. 
and just pray bare feet, bare feet. But my consolation is not, Lord, don't you see I've already sacrificed? It's not looking unto others better than myself. You see, the moment you see others not getting better, you realize that the sacrifice is not enough. When you see extension 6 not changing, you should know the sacrifice is not enough. When your family has not been born again, you should know the sacrifice is not enough. Oh, if you look at your pain, you will always feel like it's too much. But if you look at the impact of your sacrifice, you will know it is not enough. When I only see a few being saved, I know the sacrifice is not enough. I console myself, Father, it cannot be enough sacrifice if not so many people are saved. It cannot be enough sacrifice if my whole school is under which doctors and some women and the youngest. It cannot be enough sacrifice. It cannot be enough that at my workplace, the voices that still speaks are from the youngest and which doctors and I'm silent it cannot be enough it cannot be enough but let this be your consolation think of others the moment you think of yourself after sacrificing I'm telling you you will start stopping the one thing I've learned is that even after giving an offering that is heavy I don't look at my bank account I look at what I'm, because what we are buying oh we are buying this and this and this then after I bought it then I can look at the bank account after I, I console myself with what my sacrifice has done I'm finished with his mouth The other heading, but this one is more for leadership, is be careful what you console yourself. That's why we have rebound relationships. It's relationships that would not have happened if you were not hurt. If you were okay, you would never get into that relationship. So you decided to console yourself with a relationship. Yes, after a sacrifice, what you console yourself with tells you how you're going to deal with your next sacrifice. No, yes. I remember, I remember someone said, oh, every time I gave in church, I would talk to my mother. My mother would say, Why, what are you doing giving that much money? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, how you console yourself? Hey, it's a dangerous place. Where you rest your bosom at night. This is what makes me feel better. After dying, after giving, this is what I console my. Some people, after having done bad decisions, they console themselves with alcohol. Some, when they are stressed, they console themselves with cigarettes. Today I want to give you the great comfort. The great mercy. Of Jesus. The Bible calls the Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. If you are here today, with your eyes closed and heads bowed. And you say, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. I want you to raise your hands. And I want to pray with you. This is not about your friend. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see this hands inside. Listen, it's not about your friend. It's not about who sees you. It's about God who you want to have a relationship with. You say today I want God to be my consolation. I want to console myself in the Lord. Where you cry when you are hurt is one of the most important places. It's the most important places. That's why when you get married, they say, when your husband or when your wife has hurt you, don't cry to your family. Uh, because their consolation will break you. Yeah, it will break your marriage. It will break your relationship. Oh, yes. So where you cry is very important. Share the pod on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest news, you can follow Bishop Blessing Lebebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Lebebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.